that's right, I told you, but you just don't heard me. 2020 Modern Bachelor. <laughs> What's up, Modern Bachelor family? It's your host, Big Brook, back for another great episode of the Modern Bachelor. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the top 10 benefits of regular exercise. The top 10 benefits. There's plenty of benefits, but we're going to cover the top 10. And, and with that top 10, we got number one, it can make you feel happier. You know, number two, it can help with weight loss. Number three, it's good for your muscles and bones. Number four, it can increase your energy levels. Number five, it can reduce your risk of chronic disease. Number six, it can help with skin health. Number seven, it can help your brain health and memory. That's what I'm going to really talk about when we get to it. Number eight, it can help with relaxation and sleep quality. Number nine, it can reduce pain. And number 10, it can promote a better sex life. That's another one we're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna skirt. When we get to that one, we're going to talk about heavy on that one. But, you know, we're going to start we're gonna start off by saying, uh, as I've mentioned in my other podcast before, I wasn't always uh, fitting in shape. I was I was over 400 pounds at one point in my life and I knew I had to make a change. Um, I had to make a change, not for anybody else, but for myself, because uh, I wanted to live a longer, healthier, more comfortable life. Uh there was just so many, many, many problems that I, I came across being that heavy, uh, clothes shopping, body odors, low self-esteem, you know, uh, depression, just just a plethora of health issues, you know, plenty of health scares, you know, always tired, low sex drive. It just it just it just goes on and on of, of all the, the, the issues that uh, came with being obese like that, being being that overweight and uh that was back before this whole body positivity bullshit. Uh, and body positivity has some positive uh, reasons behind it. Yes, you want people to love themselves. Yes, you want people to have high self-esteem and be confident. But at the same time, you're allowing people to hurt themselves by not taking better care of themselves. You know, uh, people have taken that body positivity and they use it as a, uh, Trojan horse or a, a crutch per se to uh, hide their underlying issues. You know, like you have health issues and and things like that, and you try to say, "Oh, well, I'm being body positive." No, you're you're unhealthy. Uh, and this isn't to bash anybody. This is actually a, a a more of a motivational post and to give you guys some good information on the effects uh, of losing weight and getting in shape and, and exercising. Like what exercise can really do for your body and your mind state and uh, it, it can actually change your life so we're gonna get into it with number one it can make you feel happier like i said exercise has been shown to improve your mood and decrease feelings of depression and anxiety and stress it produces changes in the parts of the brain it regulates stress and anxiety it can also increase brain sensitivity for the hormone serotonin and norepinephrine which relieve feelings of depression so listen to that. Listen to that and, and, and take that in what I just read to you. Exercise is a natural antidepressant. Now, I know a lot of people deal with depression. Uh, depression is a big issue, uh, especially in America and um, all parts of the globe. But it's definitely a big issue in America. And 
you have a natural uh you know deterrent from depression with exercise you know exercises can it's free you know you don't have to get a prescription for exercise yes there's personal trainers yes there's gym memberships yes there's all this gym equipment there's supplements there's a lot of stuff you can spend money on but at the bare bones of it exercise is free Nobody needs to show you how to do it. Nobody needs to prescribe anything to you. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to go walk around the park. It does. You don't have to be, uh, you know, a neurosurgeon to do a jumping jack or a push up or, <laughs> or ride a bike. You know, that's one of the things they teach you when you're a kid is how to ride a bike. All these are, are forms of exercise. That they're free. You know, parks are free. You can go walk the mall, you know, all these new neighborhoods and subdivisions have trails. You can go walk them. Exercise is free. It definitely will make you feel happier. I can I can attest to that. I'm a much happier person when I'm working out. Now, right now, during this pandemic, I ain't going to lie. I'm hurting because I ain't been able to go to the gym. I still been working out. I still been doing my cardio. I got a punching bag. I got a jump rope. Still do my push ups. And, you know, I hit the trail and uh, get my miles in. Uh, but nothing nothing makes me as happy as being able to go lift weights and release those hormones release those endorphins i feel great it is a natural antidepressant you know uh i've noticed that uh you know everybody has some form of depression everybody gets depressed from time to time but i've noticed when i'm actively exercising i'm not affected by it and with this whole stay at home thing going on with this whole pandemic uh you're going to see a lot of people being more depressed because a lot of people can't uh move around like they wanted to but one thing they can do to help stave off this depression is to start exercising right now is the perfect time for uh, you to start exercising getting out and walking uh doing things around the house like push-ups sit-ups you know like i said jumping jacks burpees uh, stuff you can do in your garage you know yoga uh you have all these online training programs everybody's putting on right now now is the perfect time because uh, especially if you're not working, you got nothing but time. You know, you don't have to go do you can't run a lot of errands. You don't have to worry about taking the kids to school and all these different these different things that you would use as an excuse. Uh, so, you know, it, it definitely makes you feel happier. And I think a lot of people would uh, we have a lot more or should I say a lot less uh cases of depression if more people exercise instead of living a sedentary lifestyle uh, you know that's part of that 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 laying around again that body positivity stuff yeah positivity is at the root of it but it's not a positive thing all the time because you actually will be happier if you get up and move around uh, number two is an obvious we're not going to dwell deep into that it can help with weight loss well of course I mean, there's there's tons of ways to lose weight now that people dabble in, you know, all the different surgeries, all these fad diets, you know, keto diet, paleo diet. Uh, was it the, the was it called the uh, gunpowder diet or whatever the hell they call it? Bulletproof diet. That's what it is. The bulletproof diet where you just basically shove butter down your damn throat or have put butter in your coffee or some shit. I don't know. I, I, I'm sick of them. You know, all you need to do is exercise and lower your uh, calories. You lower your calorie intake and you exercise. Basically, you burn more calories than you intake. You will lose weight. And of course, exercise can help you lose weight. You you actually can lose weight by sitting around and doing nothing. It just a, it's not a healthy way to lose weight. You know, you can starve yourself or, you know, you can eat 
one tiny meal a day and sit around the house. And yeah, you'll eventually get to the point where you lose weight because your body actually stores calories. Uh, when you when you go into that uh, starvation phase, your body actually holds on to calories because your body needs calories to survive. So your body stores those to keep you moving. But at some point you tap into those calorie stores and yeah, you can lose weight just by not eating. But a more you know the healthy way to lose weight uh, without going under the knife and, and not starving yourself is just simply exercising. But a lot of people refuse to do that. Like I said, I'm not going not gonna to talk too much on weight loss. That's an obvious one. Uh, number three, though, it is good for your muscles and bones. Now, I hear people complaining all the time about their joints hurting and they're weak, you know, and, and they, they, you know, they have real low muscle mass and they're always cramping and stuff like that. Exercise is definitely a vital role in building and maintaining strong muscles and bones. Physical activity like weightlifting can stimulate muscle building when paired with an adequate protein intake. Again, this is because exercise helps release hormones that promote the ability for your muscles to absorb amino acids. This helps them grow and produce and reduces their breakdown. Uh, as you tend to age, you lose muscle mass and function, which can lead to injuries and disabilities. So, again, exercise, people. When you exercise regularly, it makes you a stronger person. As we're getting older, uh, like I said, this, this podcast is aimed at a lot of millennial men uh, and like I said, millennial women, if they choose to listen. But when we're getting older, guys, our bodies are breaking down and we're getting to that point. Most of us have children. I don't yet, but uh, a lot of the women I date do. And, you know, they want to play. You need to pick them up. You know, and then you, you st we start buying homes. You got to fix stuff around the house. You go buy appliances. You're moving furniture. You're doing all kind of stuff through life. And if your muscles are breaking down and your joints are breaking down and your bones are breaking down, you're more susceptible to injury. You know, you, you hear about people talking about, oh, you know, you know, you're 30 when you when you roll out of bed and, and, you know, you break a bone, you know, just from rolling out of bed or your hip starts hurting because you slept wrong and all this. That's true to a certain extent, because. If you exercise regularly, you help stave off that. You you kind of push that back. You don't uh, uh, deal with that all the time because your bones and muscles are, are in good shape and they're, they're constantly growing and repairing themselves and they're not as easily destroyed. I've never had a broken bone. I don't have no, let me knock on some wood. I've never had a broken bone. Uh, I've had a pulled muscle. And I've had a sprained ankle. I mean, who hasn't had a sprained ankle? But I've never had a broken bone. Uh, even now with the way I train and I train pretty hard, you know, uh, I, I did powerlifting type exercises for a while and I'm moving around thousands of pounds of weight. You know, I'm curling 125, 140 pound dumbbells uh, and I've never torn a muscle like to uh, uh, in my bicep or anything like that. And I've never broke a bone. Uh, I pulled a muscle in my low back deadlifting one time and, and I knew it. I knew it as soon as I did it because my form was all off and that was my fault. Uh, but all in all, my joints and my bones, uh, my muscles and my bones are pretty solid. You know, I can I can take a lick. I can fall and and I'm not sore the next day. I can help people move. I move things around the house, you know, uh, I move, you know, yard, you know, I get out in the yard and move bricks around and. Uh, help people move appliances. I actually uh, move my own appliances like no help. I bought a dryer 
unloaded it, carried it up the stairs, everything by myself, carried the old one down my stairs out to the road all by myself. Uh, you know, it took two or three people to load it up at the store. They were even trying to be funny, like, oh, man, you know, good luck getting that out when you get home. Man, please, you know, I work out, you know, <laughs> people looked at it as, as a joke, like, you know, oh, you just a meathead. But no, no, legitimately, when you work out and you're healthy, it, it makes you a stronger person and your muscles and your bones can take a lot more abuse and you actually feel better. Uh, moving on to it can increase your energy levels. Again, that's something that goes without saying. Exercise can be a real energy booster for healthy people, as well as those suffering from various medical conditions. And again, it goes without saying, it's just like weight loss. Uh, the more you work out, the more energy you're going to have, you know, because you're not uh, carrying around all that excess weight, number one. And number two, it builds up your lungs. It builds up your stamina and endurance. And you'll find yourself being more energetic throughout the day. You know, nowadays, everybody is so lazy. They want to veg around on the couch. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Like, what have you done? What What have you done today? I went to the grocery store and and I had to park further out because it was busy. And I'm just so tired. That's because you're out of shape. That's because you're dealing with obesity. You're dealing with, you know, being overweight. You, when you deal with those types of things, it lowers your energy levels. But when you exercise, you'll find yourself uh, with a whole lot more energy. You find yourself wanting to do more stuff. And having that kind of energy, to me, plays a vital role in body positivity because now you're, you're, you have the energy to go out more, spend more time with your friends and family. You start uh, exploring more things. You start going on more trips because you have the energy to do it, you know. I knew that I was going to Mexico and Vegas this last year. So I really like just start killing it on the cardio. Uh, I wasn't lifting as much weight. I actually dropped about 35 pounds. Uh, you know, I, I cut a lot of the muscle weight out because I knew I was going to be doing a lot of walking and I knew it was going to be hot. And the last thing I wanted to do was be a burden to the people I was on these trips with because I'm having to stop because my feet hurt. Oh, I'm tired. I don't have any, you guys going without me. I don't want to do anything today. I just want to lay in the bedroom. I don't want to do anything. I'm tired. You know, I didn't want to have that uh, when I went on my vacation. So I turned it up, did a whole lot of cardio, just nonstop cardio. My diet was so super clean. Like I said, I dropped 35 pounds and I had a blast uh, on my vacations. I was able to keep up with everybody. I was able to walk the Vegas Strip for hours, wasn't tired, wasn't like my feet wasn't hurting, I wasn't sweating like crazy, you know, and I, I deal with hyperhidrosis, so I sweat anyway, but it wasn't like it used to be where I had to go change clothes, because when I was, when I was big, when I was over 400 pounds, like I would have to change outfits in the middle of hanging out, like I would go out with my friends for dinner, and then I'd have to run by the house to change clothes, because I'd sweat so much at dinner, so I had to go change clothes to meet them at the bar and stuff. That's ridiculous, man. That's redonkulous. So, you know, I, I didn't have to deal with that. I had a whole lot of energy on vacation. And, and, and that's what it can do for you when you exercise regularly. You'll have more energy to do stuff. You have more energy to play with your kids. You have more energy to spend time with your friends and your family. It can reduce your risk of chronic disease. I can't stress this enough. Lack of regular physical activity is a primary cause of chronic disease. Regular exercise has been shown to improve insulin sensitivity, 
cardiovascular fitness and body composition, yet decrease blood pressure and blood fat levels. Okay, let me tell you something. If you don't exercise regularly, it can lead to significant increases in belly fat, which increase the risk of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and early deaths. Now, I talked about this in my uh, Pandemic Rising podcast. 2.8 million people die from obesity or complications with obesity every year. 2.8 million people. That's, that's an alarming number of people to die from something that can be controlled for the most part. Yes, there are people with uh, certain types of uh, uh, disabilities and certain types of uh, health issues that kind of stop them from losing weight, but they don't get morbidly obese. They just, they just hold on to some body weight. Like they just get, you know, they, they just hold on to some body weight, but they're usually not morbidly obese. They're not wheelchair bound. They're not my 600 pound life obese. Uh, <laughs> yep. A lot of the diseases you guys deal with are because you're overweight. Again, that comes back to what we're dealing with right now with this coronavirus situation. They even said that if you have underlying health issues, you have a higher risk of uh, basically expiring from contracting the coronavirus. But that also works with the flu, pneumonia, and anything like that. Anytime you catch something, any kind of viral infection like this, and your body's already gone to shit, it's going to take you out. Uh, it, it, it just is because your body's already running at 2% as it is. You know, your, your body's barely functioning. You, you know, like I said, if, if, like I said, it is belly fat, risk type two diabetes, like diabetes, heart disease. That's, that's crazy. Like I know people in their twenties, man, you know, teenagers, and they're just, they already have high blood pressure. They have diabetes. You know, they walk around here with these humongous guts. You know, I don't have the smallest stomach because again, I was obese. So I still hold on to some of that, you know, because even though I lost the weight and I got big boy abs, you know, you can see my abs depending on how, how much I cut. I still have some belly fat because it was just, you know, when you were that big, it, it's hard to, to get it all out without surgery. You know, there, there's different methods of burning it and I've, I've toned it down a whole lot, but I still have some. I'm not, you know, I'm not no fitness model or nothing like that. I'm not even going to pretend to be. But when you walk around here with these humongous beer, beer bellies and, and you know, these big guts and these fupas, you know, <laughs> you, you're putting yourself at high risk of catching disease. Uh, I, I, I've been, I just, it's been hard for me to, to bite my tongue because I'm seeing all these people walk around with masks and they're three and 400 pounds. You know, they're like five, five, 400 pounds and they're walking around with a mask. I'm like, the mask is the least of your worries. You are dead already. Like you're a walking, you know, you're a walking casket. Your body is a walking casket. Like you're killing yourself slowly. Like that is torture. You know, and it just, I just see these people that are like, oh, I'm worried about the coronavirus. Coronavirus is the least of your worries. You know, you, you live day by day with something worse. You're living day by day with something that kills 2.8 million, almost 3 million people a year. And you're worried about this. You know, I can't, I can't stress that enough. And I saw a billboard uh, one day I was going, I was going to the mall and I saw a billboard and it showed a dude with a big belly and his belly was extended over the toilet. And it literally said, 
Can't see the P. Can't see the P? Call us. It was a, it was a weight loss. <laughs> it was a weight loss surgery company. But that was the advertisement. It had a dude with a big belly. Say, you, you can't see the P? Like, wow. Like, wow. Like, just just straight up. But you know what? I, I like that because, you know what? That's a realist. That's a realist perspective. That's putting it out there. You know, you ain't got time to, to walk on eggshells and coddle these people. Be realistic with it. You can't see your shit, bro. Remember Eddie Murphy and Nutty Professor? I can see my dick. I can see my dick. You know, that's 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 realistic, man. You know, I can't, I can't stress that enough, man. You, you're killing yourself slowly by being obese. The hell with body positivity. The hell with people like Lizzo who, who push that. That is not healthy. Move, move, just move it on. It, it can help your skin health. Yeah. Your skin can be affected by the amount of oxida uh, oxidative stress in your body. Oxidative stress occurs when the body's antioxidant defenses cannot completely repair the damage that free radicals cause the cells. This can damage their internal structures and deteriorate your skin. Now, even though intense and exhaustive physical activity can contribute to oxidative damage, regular moderate exercise can increase your body's production of natural antioxidants. I'm not going to focus long on this, but I mean... That goes back to to the the crap you put in your body. You know they tell you all the time: drink water, uh, drink more water. You know, stay away from sodas and a lot of the sugar and all that stuff to have good skin. Same with exercise. You know, you have to exercise uh, and exercise when you sweat. Honestly, when you sweat, it opens your pores and actually cleans out your pores. Believe it or not, that's why people go to the uh, sauna and the steam rooms because it actually does clean out your pores and uh, it does help uh, remove dead cells and just regular exercise, you know, it will make you have better skin. I noticed that, uh, def I really noticed that, uh, when I lost weight, cause I used to have, I used to suffer from blackheads and blemishes a whole lot, blackheads, whiteheads, uh, all that. Like I used to suffer from them a whole, like it was bad. And then I realized, uh, once I started exercising, I don't deal with them as much. I still have oily sensitive skin, but it's nowhere near like I used to. I used to get blackheads in, in odd places like my chest you know, under my armpits, like it was some Dr. Pimple Popper shit. And now that I've been exercising and eating clean, I don't have that problem anymore. And, you know, that just goes to show you the damage you do to your body when you're obese and you're, and you're not eating right and you're not exercising regularly. Now, this is one I said I was going, I was going to really focus on because this is one that I, I hold this one dear. Uh, it can help your brain health and memory. Exercise can improve brain function, brain function and protect memory and thinking skills. Uh, it increases your heart rate, which promotes the flow of blood and oxygen to your brain. It can also stimulate the production of hormones that can enhance the growth of brain cells. Moreover, the ability of exercise to prevent chronic disease can translate into benefits for your brain since its function can be affected by these diseases. I can't stress this enough. People tell me all the time, oh my God, you have such a good memory. Oh my God, like you, you know, you, you, how, how do you remember stuff like that? Or how do you, how do you think so fast? Like, how do you solve problems so quick? Or how do you, uh, learn things so fast? Like, how do you retain information? It goes back to the fact that I exercise six days a week. I work out six days a week. You know, whether it's weightlifting or cardio, I do something six days a week and that keeps my brain healthy. You know, just just like I said, it increases your heart rate and gets blood flowing to the brain. I see so many people uh, my age, you know, millennials, mid 30s who just can't remember nothing. 
Like you think they, you know, you think they were 70 because they have no higher brain function. Like they, they're struggling with the simplest of things. You know, they can't solve simple issues, let alone complex issues. They can't remember anything. They can't, you know, they, you, you tell them something one day and, and 45 minutes later, they've already forgot about it. Oh, it slipped their mind. They suffer for CRS, can't remember shit. And that's because they are sedentary individuals. Their brains are not getting any oxygen. I can't stress this one enough. If you want to maintain your brain health, if you want to stay, help stage off Alzheimer's, you know, they're working on ways, you know, to fight Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's is a very serious disease. You know, I, I, you know, you hate to see your loved ones suffer with that, but I'm talking to my millennial men and my millennial women. If you're listening, I'm talking to you right now, get ahead of the curve, start exercising and taking care of your brain. Because the simple thing is, yes, you may get Alzheimer's later in life, but the, the difference between you getting Alzheimer's at 60 and you getting Alzheimer's at 90 is how well you take care of your brain right now. And regular exercise will help you keep your brain healthy. And, and even doing things that, that make you think like crossword puzzles, uh, listening to, to, to different types of things that make your brain think, you know, playing video games is actually a good brain exercise because you actually have to think and solve puzzles and multitask, you know, and when you're, when you're doing, when you're doing your exercise, it's, that's a good time to, to really just, you know, do some heavy thinking, uh, do some meditation. That's one of the things I do when I do cardio, you know, I get up, I get on the treadmill and I do 45 minutes to an hour of cardio. When I'm on the trail, I do an hour out on the trail and, you know, people's like, how do you, how do you, you know, do that for so long? Cardio is so boring. It's not because I zone out and I let my mind wander. You know, I just think of stuff. I just think about, uh, these podcast topics. Uh, you know, I, I start trying to, uh, if I read a book, I can literally picture the books pages in my head and reread it again from memory, that type of stuff. Like it's not perfect, but I can still, you know, do that. I can actually replay movies that I've watched in my head from start to finish. Cause I can remember them. And those are, are, are brain exercises that I do while I'm actually exercising. Like I will walk for an hour and I can replay bad boys in my head from start to finish, you know, almost word for word, scene for scene, uh, you know, and it's good to keep your brain healthy. Like I said, it's going to help you in the long run. It helps. It's going to help you in your jobs. You know, you see a lot of older people, especially as millennials, you know, we don't stay on jobs long. If a job doesn't uh, vibe with us, you know, if we, if they screw us over on an opportunity or they not talking about no money, we out, we out, bruh. Cause that's how we roll. You know, millennials don't stick around on jobs, man. We ain't, we ain't trying to stick around somewhere 20, 30 years and ain't talking about shit. Like we out. And that's one of the things. If your brain is not healthy, if you're not exercising regularly, it's going to hurt you in the long run because a lot of these jobs have entrance exams. We're getting away from needing degrees. A lot of these jobs have on the job training and it's going to be hard for you to retain that information and learn uh, the job you're doing because your brain isn't healthy due to lack of exercise. So exercise and stimulate that brain. It's, it's going to help you make more money. It's going to help you be more creative. And like I said, it's going to help you stage off Alzheimer's, you know, later in life. Now, this is a good one. Uh, I'm not going to talk too heavily on it, but this is a solid one. It can help with relaxation and sleep quality. 
Regular exercise can help you relax and sleep better. In regards to sleep quality, the energy depletion that occurs during exercise stimulates recuperative process during sleep. Moreover, the increase in body temperature that occurs during exercise is thought to improve sleep quality by helping it drop during sleep. Now, what that means is, um, I don't know if you guys have ever paid attention, but they tell you like, you know, you sleep better in cooler environments. Uh, they tell you to set your thermostat to like uh, low 60s, like 66, 65 uh, in that area to help you sleep better. The cooler you are, uh, not without being freezing cold, the better you sleep. And this again, this plays the same, you know, this is the same concept when you're trying to when you're trying to sleep after working out, I sleep so much better after a good workout. Like when I don't work out, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. I just can't get comfortable. I can't go to bed. But after I have a good workout, I come home and eat and shower and do all that, man, I pass out and it is great sleep. And exercise also relaxes me. That's why I tell people all the time. My gym is my happy place because I'm so relaxed and I feel so good when I get a good workout in. Like I am just the chillest dude you come across like right now I'm, I'm, I'm a little ornery. I'm a, you know, I'm easily annoyed because again, I haven't been able to hit the weights in like a month due to this, this, uh, shutdown, but the cardio is, is kind of helping me, you know, cardio doesn't relax me as much as weightlifting does, but it's still helping. So I'm not popping off at too many people. Uh, but it definitely will help you relax and it'll help you sleep better. I, I, I hear people all the time complaining that they can't sleep and I'm like, you don't work out. Like you think, because you're lazy that you would sleep better. No, it's the total opposite. Being a lazy ass is affecting your sleep. Affecting your sleep affects your energy levels. It also affects your skin. You just, you know, you look tired all the time. Your your body can't properly recover and heal because you're not getting the rest you need. So exercise people to get better sleep. It can reduce pain. This one right here can reduce pain. Again, I'm not going to talk much about this one. This one isn't this, you know, it's, it's pretty much self-explanatory, but it says, you know, it says the, for many years, the recommendation for treating chronic pain was rest and inactivity. However, recent studies show that exercise helps relieve chronic pain. Again, physical activity can raise pain tolerance and decrease pain perception. And that's true because a lot of people refuse to exercise because it hurts. That's what you hear all the time. It hurts. And yes, running does hurt your, it hurts your feet. It hurts your knees. It hurts your joints. Lifting weights can be painful, especially the next day. You know, when you get that, uh, DOMS, D-O-M-S, delayed onset muscle soreness. When you get that, yeah, it could be painful, but over time, when you work out like that, it reduces the amount of pain you deal with. Because now I've noticed over the years after lifting all those heavy weights and uh, doing the cardio and stuff like that, I don't deal with the same pains I did when I was obese. When I was obese, everything hurt. Like I would just sometimes it just hurt to breathe. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and take a deep breath and I felt like, you know, I just got hit by a truck because I was carrying around all that weight. And then I, you know, I had slept on it, of course, because, you know, when you go to sleep, all that weight just rests on your joints and your bones and all that, you know, all that, all that excess body fat. So yeah, I would wake up in so much pain, but now that I work out all the time and I exercise, I don't wake up in pain anymore. A lot of times I, I usually, I just hop up out the bed and get my day started. Like there's no, Oh my God, oh, I'm out of bed. No, I usually just slide out of bed, hop up, mostly my routine is I hop out of bed 
uh, wash my face, all that good stuff, put on my gym clothes, go work out, you know, because I, I, I usually shower before I go to bed anyway, uh, before I take my nap in the morning. Uh, so I'm usually good and active, you know, even when I'm not going to the gym, if I need to mow the yard, I need to wash the car, I need to do some house chores. I jump up and I get them done. Like, I don't have to deal with like, oh my God, my leg hurts. Oh my God, my back hurts. Like, no, I don't have to deal with that because the amount of exercise I do, uh, it has reduced my pain tolerance and, and I don't notice pain as much because, you know, I work out. Now this last, this last little bullet point, this is one that, that, that I'm, I'm going to really talk about. It can promote a better sex life. No, let me, let me say that again. Let me say it again for you, for fellas, because I'm saying this to my millennial fellas. I'm saying this to my bachelors because y'all know y'all love the ladies. Y'all know y'all love the ladies. Exercise can promote a better sex life. Exercise has been proven to boost sex drive. Engaging in regular exercise can strengthen the cardiovascular system, improve blood circulation, tone muscles, and enhance flexibility, flexibility, all of which can improve your sex life. Physical activity can improve sexual performance and sexual pleasure as well as increase the frequency of sexual activity. All right, hold on. Let me let me say that to you one more time. Did you hear that? Exercise can improve sexual performance, sexual pleasure, as well as increase the frequency of sexual activity. What does that even mean, huh? Basically, fellas, when you work out, you are a beast. You know, I... <laughs> I can't even even fathom the idea uh, of taking a blue pill in my 30s. But there are dudes that have to do it because they just can't get it up. Or, you know, guys, I know you don't want to be embarrassed when, when the lady calls you, you know, Mr. One Pump, uh, what they call you, the one pump chump. Or they talk about you can't go, talking about he can't last that long, you know, or you can't do nothing. All you can do is one position you can't really, you can't really do anything for. You can't do anything colorful for her. You can't keep the excitement going in the bedroom because you're out of shape and you're lazy. When you're in shape, you are a machine. When you work out, man, let me tell you something. My stamina and my endurance is crazy. Chris Brown said it in one of his songs. He said, I got stamina, so tell your girl, bring a friend. I tell him that all the time. <laughs> tell your girl, bring a friend if you're hooking up with me because this ain't no, this ain't no you know, 20, 30-minute situation. Like, this is a marathon. You know, we going we to be at it for a minute, you know, and – Again, the flexibility part, fellas, you got to be able to, to move around, put them in positions. You got to be able to get into different positions. You know, you can't just missionary it all your life or lay on your back all the time while she does all the work. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why it increases the frequency because let's be realistic here. Women talk. Women talk. They say they don't, but they do. And if you demonstrate that you are a machine to one woman or that you got stamina, you got endurance, uh, you don't have, you don't struggle with, uh, standing up to the challenge. You don't, you don't struggle with showing up to the challenge. You know what I mean? And you actually enjoy it. Like you're actually passionate doing it. Like, it's not just a task. Like, Oh my God, we're okay. Okay. You done yet? Okay. Ooh, I need some water. Like you ain't that type of dude. Like you real passionate. You, you doing what you need to do. Women talk and you're going to find yourself being more sexually active because of the simple fact that not only have you demonstrated that you have the ability to perform, uh, you also, you're more confident. Like you're, you're a lot more confident in your abilities because when you're out of shape and obese and stuff like that, and you can't perform, you tend to be less uh, confident when it comes to sexual activity. You know, you, you only want to do certain positions. You ain't taking your shirt off. Uh, you know, it, 
it's a whole plethora of things. Cause I, I remember when I, like I said, when I was obese, that I was very, very uncomfortable even remotely doing it. I was self-conscious from, from point A to point B. Like I just, everything about hooking up was just like, nah, man, I ain't trying to do it, man. I ain't, I ain't, ah, man. Like I want to do it, but I ain't trying to do it, man. But when I started working out and getting in shape, like it's crazy. My sex drive is ridiculous just due to the increased uh, blood flow. Like I don't struggle with any kind of, I don't even know what erectile dysfunction is. I had a conversation with, with a, a young lady the other day. We were talking about that. I was like, I ain't gonna never need no blue pills. I'm like, as long as I keep working out and I keep this blood flow, you know, I keep my blood flowing properly and I keep this exercise up. Blue who? Shit. Don't need no damn blue pills around here. You know, I got this natural cure, girl. I got the natural girl. exercise. We'll take care of it. Like real talk. Like I say, with the with the with the whole and and they're not lying about the whole pleasure. You know, you when you're not easily exhausted and you're not focused on, you know, keeping your heart rate down because you don't want to have a heart attack and you don't want to pass out on a girl and stuff like that. And when you're thinner, when you have less body flat, you're uh, you have less cholesterol. Obviously, your arteries are not as clogged. You have uh, your heart works better. So you have increased blood flow like, you know, this whole thing. And with increased blood flow you do get more pleasure out of your sexual activity. And that's, that's a big one. And, you know, fellas that are self-conscious about their, uh, length, the heavier you are, the shorter you gonna show up because the more body fat you have in that area, it basically protrudes out and it, it takes away from the overall, uh, package that you bring to the table when you're, when you're, when you're, morbidly obese now i'm not saying that you know if you just a little chubby or you a little swole that you're gonna be you know coming up shout but i'm saying when you're morbidly obese when i'm talking you know 300 400 500 my 600 pound life yeah man you ain't you ain't bringing thor's hammer to the table bro you can you can talk like you is but you ain't bringing thor's hammer to the table bro like unless you like ron jeremy or something you like some freak of nature but the average man if you obese you ain't bringing thor's hammer to the table and that's that's <laughs> I, I know I, I know I was like I said I'm gonna talk about that, but let's be realistic, man. Sexual health is very important. Uh I mean, even when it comes to fitness, they say sex weights and protein shakes, you know. Sex is very important for your health. Uh, you know, regular sexual activity, there there's a lot that goes into sexual activity. And, you know, of course practice safe sex practices if you're not married and you know, if you ain't trying to have children, of course strap it up. Uh, be selective with your partners, of course. You know, I'm not saying I'm not telling you just because you exercise to go out there and just start slanging it on any and everything. Still, be selective about your partners and uh, you know, protect yourself and, and think accordingly. But you know, fitness plays a big role in pretty much every aspect of your life. Those top ten things I just said are pretty much uh, give you a normal quality of life. Like you'll be able to go through your day to day routines and feel great. If you exercise like these are like skincare, health care, uh, I'm sorry, skincare, you know, your health, uh, uh, avoiding diseases, little chronic illnesses, you know, energy, brain function, mental health, lowering depression, you know, all these things play a key role in your everyday life. And I, again, I, I don't like, uh, body positivity. I mean, I, I, 
I get the concept of body positivity because like I said, you don't want people to just think that they're useless or that they're they're a terrible person for having gained some weight. That's and that's not what I that's not what this podcast is about. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a horrible human being, but I'm saying is that there there's a there's a line between being body positive and neglecting your health, like and hurting yourself. Like you could be body positive and then there's hurting yourself. And you have to understand this difference. And, and you know, these celebrities and the, these body positive advocates, they need to get out there and they need to be realistic, especially for the children, the youth that's coming up under us. You need to let them know, hey, yes, you do need to love yourself. You do need to love the skin you're in. But you have to take care of yourself if you want to live longer, if you want longevity on this world uh, versus, you know, outside of things that are outside of our control. That's one of those things that we can control. You know, there's things in life we can't control. You say you can't control your fate to a certain extent. Uh, there is, there are options you could do. Yeah. We don't know when we're going to check out, but you can shorten your time on this earth by doing dumb stuff and neglecting your health and neglecting your body. You know, there's, you know, we drink, we smoke, you know, we drive fast. We do all kinds of things that put ourselves at risk, but obesity is a silent killer. Uh, being sedentary is a silent killer. You know, they say high blood pressure is a silent killer. And that's the same thing. Like obesity being sedentary, it's torture. You know, I, I, I say that all the time. It is torture. It is a long drawn out painful version of suicide in my mind sitting there gaining weight letting yourself get morbidly obese watching your body deteriorate uh, watching your social life deteriorate uh, finding yourself depressed and in, in all these these situations that can be avoided by just simply getting up and moving around is when you when you're morbidly obese like that when you're super heavy uh, the simplest things uh, will help you lose weight. Just moving around, just walking, just walking three times a week, uh, 30 to 45 minutes a day, three times a week will help you drop weight drastically because your body isn't used to that type of activity. Your body's like, Oh, what the hell is going on? And it just starts dropping fat. When I started my weight loss journey, I wasn't lifting weights. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I wasn't doing hit you know, high intensity interval training, all that stuff, CrossFit, that uh, CrossFit was getting, uh, starting it, just starting up when I started my weight loss journey, but I didn't do any of that. I simply went to the gym after work every morning and rode the stationary bike, not even the, the, the regular stationary bike, the recumbent stationary bike, the one where it's like you sitting in a recliner and all you doing is moving your legs. That's what I did. And I would ride it. I started off riding at 30 minutes and increased to an hour. And then once that got to the point where I felt like that wasn't doing anything, I moved to the treadmill. Then I moved to the elliptical. And before I knew it, I had dropped a hundred pounds. Like it was, it was literally like just a, like that. I had dropped a hundred pounds and I just kept, kept it going. I mean, it was hell a year and a half, almost two years before I even started lifting weights. Like all I focused on was cardio because all I was worried about was dropping weight and I dropped it. I went from a size six X shirt to a three X and I went from a size 54 pants to like a size 48 or 46 
my first when I first like my first go around at it. And when I really tightened it up, like overall, I went from a size 6X. Now I'm, I'm usually in a 2X, sometimes an extra large, depending on, you know, the cut and a size 38 pants. OK, you, you do that math, man. 6X shirt and a size 54 pants down to a 1X, 2X shirt and a size 38 pants. That's that's a big gap. That's like I lost a whole human, hell, a human and a half. And I feel so much better about every aspect of my life, like from my mental health uh, to, you know, my confidence. You know, I'm not I used to be so self-conscious going out places like going to the bars, going to the clubs and stuff like that, because I was like, okay, who's looking at me like who's looking at me like I never thought people were looking at me in a positive manner. I always thought people were looking at me like, oh my God, look at that fat ass. You know, oh my God, he's so big. Ew, he's gross. You know, that's how I always perceived that. And that was a personal thing. But when I started exercising and I lost weight and I got healthy, I don't have those thoughts anymore. Yeah, people do look at me when I go to bars, but or when I go out to places, but they're usually looking at me because I'm muscular and they think I'm, I'm some football player or something like that. Like it's, it's very seldom it's something negative. Uh, I mean, people going to talk crap regardless. You don't have people bullying you because, you know, there's people that fit shame. There's fat shaming that people came up with, but there's also fit shaming because people shame us people that work out all the time. Lazy people and sedentary, sedentary people fame, uh, shame fit people all the time. Uh, but another one more thing I'm going to say about this, this whole exercise thing before I close, before, before, we, before we call it good. Uh when you start your weight loss journey, when you start exercising, you're going to see a change in your circle, especially if you hang out with other sedentary and obese people. They don't want to see you leave. And I, and I say that like they don't want to see you improve your quality of life because they don't want to. Like if they don't want it, like you have people that are going to take this journey with you. But you're going to have other people that don't want to take this journey and they're going to try to hold you back. It's the same uh, crab in a bucket concept as getting out of the hood. Losing weight when you have obese family and friends is the same crab in the bucket mentality. Uh, They're going to see you trying to get healthy. They're going to see you exercising and they're going to talk shit. You know, they're going to tell you, you know, going to ask you, why are you doing it? Oh, my God. You know, you're pretty like you are, man. You look good, bro. You know, bro, what you doing, man? You got you got a girl, man. You get girls, bro. Why are you worried about losing weight, man? You know, you you know, you you a big pimp, man. You know, ladies like a big dude. You know, I used to hear that all the time. Man, ladies like a thick dude, man. Ladies like a thick dude. Yeah, but. I'm not happy, you know, and if you're not happy and you find your health deteriorating, uh, you going to have to cut some people off. I know, you know, you're like, man, I want to cut you. You got to cut some people off if they're not pushing you and they're not supporting your goals. Because like I said, at the end of the day, our health is our wealth and you, you need to be healthy. You could be, you could be plus sized and be healthy fellas. You can be swole or be a big boy, but still be healthy. And, and, you know, as men, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Like I said, we, we're the breadwinners, you know, so we need our mental health. You know, we're, we're protectors. You know, we protect our women. We protect our kids. We protect our grandparents. We we're protectors, man. That's what we're here for. So we need to have, uh, that energy. We need to have stamina. We need to be physically fit. We need to have that, that, uh, you know, we need to be able to have strong muscles and bones because we got to fight. 
you know, all these punks running around, man, we need to stand up and protect our women, protect our children. We need to take these households back uh, as men. You know, we need to we need to take take the throne back. We are kings. You know, we the kings of the jungle and we need to take it back. You know, all these, you know, we we lions out here and I'm, I'm all I'm seeing is a bunch of damn elephants. Yeah, you big, you know, you might be dangerous, but at the end of the day, you know, that that crafty, fast, strong lion is still the king. Yeah, I've seen, you know, you know, yeah, you've seen elephants, you know, take on lions. But at the end of the day, man, if a lion want to take you out, a lion is going to take you out. And you got you to get healthy, fellas. You know, you got to you got to do it for your family, do it for yourself, do it for your kids. You know, you, you know, you want to go out here and you want to, you know, uh, coach your kids football games you want to get out here you want to teach your kids uh how to be in shape because your kids emulate you and and we you know we're trying to fight this whole childhood obesity and we're trying to keep the, the the youth healthy and when a kid sees that daddy don't give a damn you know daddy 400 500 pounds daddy eating a 10 piece bucket of chicken by himself daddy don't care the kid ain't gonna care man that's not cool man you know and then you you end up leaving this earth uh, at a young age or, or you just end up dying a very slow and painful death due to, due to complications with obesity. And that's not cool, man. It, it really, it's not a good look. Like I said, yeah, we going to be plus size. We going to, we got different body types. That's the beauty of being human, but you can be healthy and be a bigger guy. Like you could be healthy and be a, be a large guy. You know, that's, that's not going to stop. That's, that's not the, that's not the thing, but it's not all about physical appearance. I ain't saying you got to have six pack abs and, you know, veins popping out your neck and, you know, look like a damn supermodel. But at the same time, you need to be healthy. Health is wealth. You know, I hope, I hope, I hope this resonates with some of you guys. Uh, I hope, I hope you understand, you know, like I said, it, it, the difference between being body positive and just not giving a damn about yourself and, you know, I hope over, you know, over time, especially after this coronavirus stuff is over, that uh, a lot of you, you know, heed what I'm saying and, and start exercising more and uh, be healthier people. Because uh, I want to see us all live to, to 90, 100, man. And I ain't talking about no, no painful 90, 100, man. I, w- I want to see cats still in their 90s, you know, looking like they 70 or looking like they 60. Cats still just looking swole and cut and, and in shape and, and, and stepping out, looking fly, dressing up nice, got the beard trim. They still flirting with the ladies and stuff, man. I, I want to see that, man. I want to see us grow old together and be healthy, man. That, that's what I, that's what I want to see. That's a beautiful thing, man, to, to live long and healthy. I'm tired of seeing, seeing people suffer uh, uh, from obesity and suffer from being overweight, man. Cause I, I know what it feels like. That's why I say they can't sell me that body positive bullshit because i lived it and i know nothing's good about it but until next time guys it's, it's your boy the modern bachelor modern bachelor podcast remember to, to 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 click that like button click that subscribe button follow me you know if you got any questions about anything we talked about anything about fitness anything about exercise weight loss message me i have you know i respond to messages you know i will i will give you what information i know uh, what information I've learned over the past 10, 11, 12 years that I've been doing this. Uh, I'm all about motivating, keeping people, you know, giving people good information, man. I ain't going to sell you no wolf tickets. I ain't going to sell you no, no, no snake oil. You know what I mean? But uh, tell your friends, share this podcast, guys. And, and until next time, it's Big Brook with The Modern Bachelor.